As we hit 2023, I want to take a couple of weeks thinking about the year ahead. And so I'm thinking about a prayer we can have for the coming year. And we're taking two weeks doing this. We did this last week in the Sunday service and this week on this video session, we are taking hold of a prayer that Paul prayed for the believers in Rome. And the great thing about praying a prayer from the Bible is we know it is a prayer that God wants to answer. So we are thinking about the prayer in Romans 15, verse 13, where Paul prays this. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And what I want to think about is as we go into 2023, how do we make a decision not to live this year on autopilot, not to be on cruise control, just going through life, just like without thinking about it, just kind of like getting into a thoughtless pattern of just living like we so often do. And I think as we kind of had to, to survive during the pandemic. Instead this year, how do we be much more intentional and think, what does this year hold? What does God have for me? And how am I going to take hold of it? And so we're thinking about this prayer because Paul says, as we plug into God, who is the source of hope, joy, and peace, we will find our lives can be full of joy and peace to the point where they overflow and change not only us, but the world, the situations, the people around us. So last week we thought about joy and this week we're thinking about peace. So I've come here to this little beach because I think when people say they want peace, what they do is they find somewhere calm and gentle and they like to come somewhere like the sea and look out at the, the lapping waves and the sense of timeless unchangeability of the sea and, and look out and feel peaceful as they think their deep thoughts. But we will find, like we did with the word hope, where in common usage it's kind of our preferred outcome out of many different options, but in the Bible it's about a confident expectation based in God's character and his power. And like we found out with the word joy, where we are tempted to think that when we find comfort, then we'll be happy and find joy. And so we seek to be comfortable for joy. But in the Bible, joy is often linked to comes out of or is alongside hard times and sufferings, I think we're going to find the same thing with peace. Peace isn't about a gentle calmness, but peace is far deeper than that. So here are a couple of verses that we find in the Bible. Jesus talking to his disciples in John 14 verse 27 says this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. 
So Jesus is saying here, I want you to experience my peace, God's peace, but he's talking to them in a context where they are troubled and are afraid. He's saying my peace will come in not because of a calm, gentle circumstance or situation. My peace will come in despite a troubled and fearful situation. Another verse is from Philippians 4-7 where Paul writes, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And Paul wrote this after he had made a series of decisions to enter into extreme hardship. He had been arrested and moved to Rome under threat of execution. And he said, in the midst of this situation, the peace of God which transcends understanding comes. And it transcends understanding because as we think about it, in our understanding, we think I shouldn't feel peace. It doesn't make sense to feel peace here. It is counterintuitive and yet God is bringing me peace. And so real peace isn't a sense of gentle calmness in our surroundings. I think real peace comes from a confidence and security that we are with God doing what God wants. Years ago, I read about a guy called Floyd McClung who set up, who led a YWAM base in the middle of Amsterdam's red light district. And he had a young family and he was criticized. People said, you shouldn't raise a family in such a situation, it is not good for them. And he said, it's far better for my family to be in the place where God wants us to be than to be in a place that seems safe and gentle and calm that is outside of God's will. And I think this is the real key to living a life that's full of peace. Not trying to avoid hardships, but entering into those places that God has for us, even if sometimes it is difficult. And I'm sure many of us have experienced this, that we have made a decision that has made our life more difficult, but we have known it's the right decision. We have had a sense from God that this is what he wants us to do. Maybe it's around a relationship, maybe it's about a conflict that we need to have. Maybe it's around a decision about careers or circumstances or where we live that we have felt it's the right thing to do and done it. Maybe it's around our finances, that instead of using our money for ourselves, we have had a sense that we need to be generous. All these things make our life slightly more difficult, but often we can have a real sense of confident peace because we know it's what God is asking us to do. And this really is the key idea for us as a church and as we go into the new year about being intentional, about discovering what it is God wants for us. It's felt like a mini revelation to me, you know, this last year that we talked about it. And now I see it everywhere I look in the Bible, this idea that what Jesus says is our spiritual nourishment, our food for growth from God comes from knowing his will and doing it. And so those things are so important for us. So if we want to feel peace and joy, if we want to know hope, I think we need to start to discover what is God doing in my life? How do I enter into that? And so as we look ahead to 2023, what I want to do is say that to come out of cruise control, to turn off autopilot, to not live a default life like the rest of the world, we need to start thinking, how am I going to plug into God, who is the source, to discover what he wants to do in my life? What is he nudging me to do? What is my next step?
And so that is the question we need to ask ourselves. How am I going to connect with God to discover his will for my life? And really, this is what we have oriented the whole of our church around. Instead of like, how do we get people to turn up to events and activities so that they can be educated with information? How do we facilitate people to get in environments where they are able to start connecting with God and hear for themselves what he's asking them to do? And so one of the questions we need to ask ourselves about 2023, about being intentional, is how am I gonna do that? And something I'd love people to think about is how am I connecting with these things that as a church we are doing, specifically hubs and discipleship groups. These two environments where we are trying to support one another in discovering what God wants to do in our lives and supporting and encouraging us to, to do those things. So hubs are smaller groups of people that meet to build relationships, to do life together with God involved, to have food together and to get to know one another. These are people who are championing us on, who will pray for us, who will celebrate with us, who will come alongside us in hard times. We have a number of different hubs they meet in different places at different times. And just if, in case you're not engaged with one here, we've, I've asked the hub leaders to record little videos telling you uh, what they do and where they do it. So here they are introducing themselves now. Hello, my name is Alex and with my wife, Rachel, we run a hub in, for the Dawlish and Exeter areas. We meet twice monthly uh, for food, for fellowship, for support, and for prayer. So if you think that you'd like to uh, join us in creating a God-centered space at the heart of the community, then please get in touch. Thank you. Take 27. <laughs> we are Phil and Peach. Uh, we meet every Thursday in the Broadfields area. When? <laughs> every Thursday in the Broadfields area. Excellent. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Tim. Hi, my name's Andrew. Uh, our hub meets on a Sunday at alternate venues across uh, Exeter when there isn't a Sunday service. And we also meet on fortnightly Wednesday evenings where we have a bring and share meal together. Hi, uh, welcome to East Devon Hub, where you can uh, come and meet Alan and Colin, uh, along with our wives Tracy and Ruth on alternate Tuesdays at 7.30 and alternate Sundays at 10.30. We look forward to seeing you. We're full of joy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, we're the Johnses. I'm Cy and this is Sal. And we run a hub that's just outside of Kenton, so towards Dawlish from Exeter. We meet on the first and um, three Thursdays of the month and the fourth Sunday of the month. Um, our Thursdays we meet in the evening um, and our Sunday once a month we meet in the morning. Um, on the Thursday evenings we're just catching up, um, maybe having a pray together, maybe having some food together um, and on the Sunday when we meet we're normally joined by kids, dogs, whoever else wants to come um, and maybe a walk or a coffee somewhere, something like that. So that's us. 
We're Dave and Sarah. Hi, I'm Alex and this is Rachel. We need a hub that meets near IKEA on the Sundays when there isn't a Sunday service. We have a bring and share breakfast and it's just a really nice opportunity to spend time together and to get to know each other. So perhaps you are already involved with a hub. Maybe a question you want to ask yourself is how do I get, what's the next step for me? How do I you know, get more involved? How do I make it more of a priority? Maybe you're not involved in a hub at all. Maybe 2023 is a great year to start getting involved. And if you want to just talk to someone you've seen, talk to me, you're welcome to go along and try, check one out and see whether this is a community you want to get involved in. The other thing that I think is really good to do is a discipleship group where you get together with two, three or four other people and it's a practice, fortnightly works well, takes about an hour where we open the Bible and we ask God to prompt us through the Bible about something that he would like us to do, what his will is for us. And it's often a small step that we'll do over the next couple of weeks. It might be something that feels spiritual and religious, but equally, it might be something in our work life, it might be something in our families, in our relationships, it might be in our interests and hobbies, something that we feel God's prompting us to do. And the act of verbalizing that thing, I think God, I think I'm gonna do this next week. I think this is what God wants me to do, to verbalize it and have other people, and we know other people are gonna ask us how we've got on, is such a powerful way to move out of a default, autopilot life into an intentional life. And the thing about both of these things as they are community, hubs and discipleship groups involve us doing things with other people. And one of the things that is so important for our life with God is to know that he works in us through community. We're tempted sometimes to think that my life with God is a private, personal, individual thing, but it really isn't. And how this all links with the idea of peace is if we are looking for gentle calmness, we often find it in solitude on our own. And there are times that's really good. But to step into relationship is hard often. You know, ask any sibling about how annoying their brother or sister is, or a teenager about how irritating their parents are, or a married couple about how their spouse can just so make life difficult. When we step into community, we are stepping out of an environment where we are in control and we're stepping into real life connections with other people in all that complexity. And so sometimes the temptation is to not do that. Maybe you haven't got involved in a hub or a discipleship group because you think it feels like too much hard work. But if God is prompting you to do it, I believe you will find peace in making that intentional decision to get involved, to say to a couple of other people, do you fancy doing a discipleship group? You know, can we find a time every fortnight where we can get together for an hour to do this? Or going to someone and saying, can I come along to your hub group? I'm gonna, you know, I'm an introvert. I'm gonna find it hard to turn up and sit down and have a meal with people. But I have a sense of peace because I think that is what God is asking me to do. So anyway, this is what you need to decide. How do you wanna live 2023? On cruise control, just, uh, going through life by default? Or do you want to think, what has God got for me and how am I going to take hold of it? Father, we just lay the year ahead to you and we recognise that you are the source 
of life for us. And we want to learn how to plug into you to receive life from you. So I pray for each of us that you would be nudging us, that you would give us that sense of conviction, that sense in our gut of what the right thing is to do, that small step we can take to engage with you so that we can discover a life that is full of joy and full of peace and that this life can overflow and change the world around us. So God, we just give a moment now of silence. What is it we could do? Just speak to us, maybe a, a thought, a memory, just a sense of what would be a, the step you would have us take. In Jesus' name, Amen.